Single parenting isn't easy. We understand. Most parents don't plan to go it alone, but you can still make the most of this journey for your children and yourself. In fact, if you and your family are on that journey, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Single Parent Advocate community and to our podcast. And here are your hosts, single parent founder, Stacey Poitras, broadcast journalist, single dad and friend, Daryl Moody. Hi there, wherever you are. Welcome back to the Single Parent Advocate Podcast. My name is Daryl Moody, joining you from my home in Orlando, Florida. Stacy is the Single Parent Advocate. She is at the beautiful SPA Studios there at Venture X Louisville, the realm at Castle Hills, the fine folks there. Stacy, how are you this week? I'm good. I've been really, really having a busy week. I don't know about you. It's like life getting really crazy right now with the with the world opening up and all the activities and business starting to happen well with the world opening up and and school the school year coming to an end so it's you know there's such kind of a ramp up what are we going to do with kids for the summer trying to find summer camps and that sort of thing uh but yes the world is reopening as you pointed out today marks my uh two weeks out from my second dose of the vaccine so i feel fully valid According to the experts, I'm fully vaccinated. I still have to wear a mask everywhere. Uh, and that's what's going on here in Florida. We've had this kind of a tit for tat between the governor and, and, and different uh, mayors throughout the state with their coronavirus restrictions. Just this week, the governor signed a bill into law that kind of strips the executive power of uh, mayors and, and, and counties and cities, municipalities, uh, and, and, and basically put an end to all of the uh, emergency measures that are currently in place here in Orlando. Uh, so it's, you know, it's fair game. You don't have to wear a mask anywhere if you don't want to, unless, unless it's a private business and they're requiring, which most of the private businesses are. So even though we are opening back up and the vaccine's readily available, it doesn't feel that much different. I don't know. How are things in Dallas? Well, so Monday is my day for my first vaccine. I'm, I'm kind of nervous about it. Everybody says it's going to be fine. I'm sure it's going to be fine. And then um, this Saturday, we're going to have our first uh, or second Mother's Day celebration at Gateway Church in Dallas. And uh, we have about 40, 50 families joining us there. And it is a mask optional event with safe socials. Mm. So we're going to have a comedy troupe there on stage. The whole theme is joy and, you know, being happy right here, right now, you know, and, and understanding that maybe sometimes happiness isn't tied to your circumstances. It's something that, you know, is a, can be a constant in your heart, you know, no matter what you're going through or facing, each day or each month or each year, you know. So we're looking really, really forward to that. And um, it'll be our very first mask off, you know, or mask optional uh, event. Well, and just last week, you had a, a uh, kind of a drive-through uh, event where you were distributing food and then everybody was decorating their cars and you were also using it kind of a, to tie into or a lead into Mother's Day, uh, kind of honoring local moms there in your community. Tell me about that event. How did it go? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, we thought it was going to rain, but it didn't rain. It was kind of overcast and cool, and families drove through. We gave three and four boxes of food for each family. It had, you know, meat and dairy and cheese, sour cream, all the all the fixins, you know, for stew or whatever you wanted to make. And then uh, we provided uh, these cute plants they're so cute and um, home goods donated it and some area volunteers that have been coming on board so we uh just what kind of plants uh they are uh we had some 
uh, succulent plants, and then just one of them that. that's called a penta. It's an annual. Oh, it has I have a, pentas, a, I have pentas in, in my right. front they're, bed. Yeah, they're beautiful. They're beautiful. So we got some pentas, and everybody got instructions on how to take care of their succulent or their penta. And then uh, the moms got certificates that said, you know, you're a fantastic mom. Don't forget that, you know. And um, we had things like flyers, you know, stuff coming up in the future, save the date type information. Tried to make sure all the families knew about the podcast so they could meet you, Daryl. Yeah, well, hey, hopefully they're <laughs> listening right now. But uh, so did you get any feedback from the folks? I mean, obviously there's a big need in, in communities. Folks are still uh, struggling to recover financially from the pandemic. And, and, you know, there's so many of these food drives all across the country. Did you get any feedback from some of the, some of the moms? Well, I think part of uh, everybody was excited, you know, to have uh, the food, you know, uh, you know, there's always something else to reapply the money to. Right. You know, whether the food is 100 percent of what you need or not, it's still, uh, you know, a good, strong help. But what I gathered, you know, mostly from uh, everything was it was just good to be together. It was good to have a place to belong. A lot of the families that drove through told me that they were glad to see us in the southern sector of Dallas, so they didn't have to drive so far, you know, to the north Dallas area. And so, you know, that was really great feedback, you know, because we're able to say, okay, well, maybe we need to have multiple locations when we do something so that people aren't having to drive so far. And then um, the other feedback I got was really from a, a a young man, and I got his permission to put it on camera. He was so cute. He said, thank you for getting my mother a plant. He goes, she's been wanting a plant, and here it is. You know, And I said, can I get that on video? And they were That's both awesome. like, oh, of course. And so he literally turned to his mother, and he said, can you tell her thank you, please? <laughs> He's That's awesome. Funny. So that felt great, you know, knowing that the children of the moms and dads, you know, were mm -hmm. also feeling like, hey, you know, this is awesome. What you're doing it really means something to me, too. And then we had like three or five uh, decorated cars come through. Some of them look like the Scooby-Doo flowers, you know, all over the car. The machine. Another one looked like Mickey Mouse. Okay. Mickey Mouse minivan. And then... Okay. Uh, Another one just had like these cool uh, plates of Happy Mother's Day with streamers all around it. Uh, they were really good. So we made sure they all got, you know, like a phone case or, you know, some kind of prize. So festive. festive. Yeah. So so talk to the folks uh, about the event that we have this weekend. So this week we're going to be at Gateway Dallas Church. We're going to have um, fish sticks comedy there and um, the theme like I said is joyfulness we're we're hosting this in combination with Gateway um, we have about 40 or 50 families coming and another 40 or 50 kids signed up for kids ministry it's going to be a really wonderful lunch and uh, hopefully a solid belly laugh for all of us I just want awesome. people to go and have a great time for Mother's Day and feel like there was a little time out taken to be well-fed, well-loved on, and uh, see the brighter side of things. So important right now. And if folks want to connect with that stuff, uh, singleparentadvocate.org, the Single Parent Advocate Facebook page, Single Parent Advocate on Instagram. Uh, I'm sure you'll share updates with all that stuff. But what are you doing personally this weekend? You're a mom. 
your son is in Hawaii, <laughs> so you can't you can't be with him uh, unless you're going to do it virtually. What, what what are you doing on Sunday? Well, you know, I have this. Um... I go to church, you know, so I'll go to church on uh, Sunday morning. I'll probably eat lunch with my cousin. We go, you know, we go to the same church. And then after that, Daryl, I think I'm going to go to the dance studio, do some dancing. I, we have a dance practice at every every Sunday at 4, 430. And, you know, I'm going to do that. My boys are going to take me out to dinner tonight. Uh, when I say my boys, I'm talking about my husband and my nephew, and then we also have another gentleman that that lives with us. He's, uh, you know, in a career transition, and so we'll go and have some Mexican food tonight, and hopefully, you know, I'll see all the moms and everything on Sunday. That'll be my mom's day too, probably on Saturday when we're with the ladies here in town, and I'll be good to go. I'll be seeing my son soon. I'm going to fly down to Hawaii, I think, in September. Well, you're going to take Sunday, and it's going to be all about Stacy. Stacy's day. You're going to do what you want. <laughs> Famous last words, but that's my plan. <laughs> that's funny, because today there was a story in the Washington Post about six things that you can do for your mother that, that, aren't, you know, that aren't basically you know, a gift. And oh. One of them was help her plan her own day, help her plan a girl's day, help her... Uh, help her address whatever mental health issues she's got. Uh, let's see, there was take something off of her plate, take a responsibility away from her and, let, and so you can do it and, and kind of free her up. Uh, just different ways to honor mom. Uh, uh, so for me personally, I, uh, I have my kids this weekend, but with Mother's Day being on Sunday, you know, my, my, the day is all about my ex-wife. So I need to make sure that the kids spend some time with them. So what I'm going to do is I'll take them to their mother's house in the morning. And uh, we'll, we'll, I already promised her, I said, since we can't give you breakfast in bed, I will pick something up on the way to your house. There's a diner that she loves, it's right there by her house. So we'll pick breakfast up for her. I'll drop the kids off with them. Uh, and then I am going to go and pick up my own mother. And then we're going to drive up to the villages, which some of our listeners may know what the villages is or not. It's the, like the nation's largest retirement community. Uh, and it's kind of between my hometown where I grew up in Ocali and here in Orlando. And uh, we're going to have lunch with my mom and I and my sister and her kids. And then in the afternoon after lunch, my mom and I are going to go visit my older half sister, not her biological daughter, but you know, she's been in my sister's life longer than her own mother was because you know, my father's first wife died uh, of ovarian cancer. I think it was when my, when my oldest sorry. sister was 13, I want to say. Um, so, you know, my dad basically had two families, but anyway, we'll go spend some time with my sister, Kathy in the afternoon, and then we'll come home. Uh, but for me, it was really important that my kids have their plans set in place with mom. And you and I talked about this leading up to the show this week, you know, for you, uh, literally being a, a one person band, you know, I feel like as a single parent, if the other parent isn't in the picture, why can't you celebrate Mother's Day and Father's Day? You're <laughs> essentially filling both roles every day. Yeah, so no, I, I think so. You know, that it's um, there was um, I sent you a text about the dad moms out there <laughs> and the mom dads. And, you know, uh, you know, if you're raising a child on your own today is, or Mother's Day is your day, Father's Day is your day. You know, there's National Single Parent Day in March, you know, Um Bottom line is the world wants you to know it's really super important and super uh, 
incredible what you do if you're doing it alone, especially raising sure. children. But for me in my situation, I, I, you know, while I appreciate that, I am only serving both roles half the time. We, we equal shared custody, my ex-wife and I. So, you know, I certainly don't want to take that away from her. Now, I get lucky for Father's Day because uh, not only are the kids with me on that weekend, that Sunday, Father's Day Sunday, is also my, uh, my oldest daughter's birthday. So she'll be turning eight. So it'll be, it'll be our day together and we'll, we'll do yep. something special. But um, My son were... was born around Father's Day too, you know. But, you know, I, I always uh, thought it would be interesting, you know, to like, okay, well, this is an interesting dynamic, not to take away from Mother's Day, okay? But maybe this is a nice segue. Um, like for me, because I had so much negativity around uh, and hurt, maybe, you know, inside pain I didn't really want to bring up, I would just avoid Father's Day and just make it all about my son's birthday all weekend long, you know, because it was just too much, uh, too much to deal with, with, you know, having an absentee co-parent, you know, and uh, I had my own dad, you know, and I loved to call him and everything, but uh, mother, uh, Father's Day weekend was always about my son's birthday. It wasn't too much about Father's Day well, until I started serving families, you know. Well, you got lucky in that respect. So, you know, you didn't have to focus on the negative of, you know, dad not being around to honor on Father's Day. So you got lucky there. But yeah, you the and I were talking before we went on uh, about something a little heavier. And this is this is kind of a, 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 a serious subject that we really should address here. And this is parental alienation. And you've got just a, a really terrible story of this. So I had a dose of, of this. And certainly, you know, there's a lot of families raising their kids alone, you know, that get uh, very defensive, you know, very fearful. They look at a co-parenting situation, not with a friendly face at all, not an open mind, not an open heart. And many um, of, of, of the families out there uh, use their kids as weapons. And I had a couple of things happen literally today as I went about my day and I just, you know, I brought it up to you because it was really bothering me, you know, and it's Mother's Day weekend. And so we decided to, to talk about it with everybody. So I'm going to just blurt it out. So the first thing I, the first person I saw today when I left my home was, was the UPS lady and the UPS lady, uh, you know, I go in to see her to mail a box of, of items to make sure that it was like returned mail to a client. You know, I do advertising, and so I sent this to the client. I asked her how she was, and she said, oh, horrible. And then she pro proceeded to tell me about how her 16-year-old biological son is in the hospital for mental wellness concerns and her ex um, and the boy's father would not communicate with her about it. She had no idea how he was doing. He had been missing for, you know, at least half a day. And, you know, there's just no regard for her care or, you know, no text, no, uh, hey, you know, call the hospital yourself. I put your name on the list, you know. And certainly I can think that there are situations that, you know, happen where people feel like that they need to keep uh, their child safe from the opposite parent. You know, there's all kinds of abuse and 
things that went on. But, you know, um, I don't know what her situation was, but I saw that mother dying inside, uh, not knowing how her child is, not having anybody willing to tell her and losing sleep week, you know, the full weeks of sleep, you know. And, you know, she's remarried and has another son, but it doesn't take away from what she cares about, you know, her older son. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was encounter number one today, Daryl. And then encounter number two today, I was, uh, you know, working, went around to the ladies' room and saw somebody walk in and and she uh, was very, very distressed. And I said, are you okay? And um, she was okay, but then, you know, proceeded to cry. And uh, turns out that there's another, like, a person who, okay, is the baby mama of her boyfriend or significant other. And the baby mama is bringing the heat on to that couple you know and these are all complicated dynamics you know like you you can go okay well if you're raising a child as a baby mama and you're having to deal with your ex and his girlfriend you know we just talked about that last week (laughs) you know where your ex brought in a a new gentleman into the dynamic so Mm -hmm. I just looked at these two moms whether it's a mom or a stepmom right or a baby mama you know there is so much at stake, regardless of where you stand on the map, mm-hmm. and so much uh, fear or maybe pain or maybe uh, defensiveness. Well, and the real tragedy of these situations is, is it's the kids that suffer. You know, you've got these dynamics where you've got, you know, uh, 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 former spouses or, 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 you know, baby mama and baby daddy, and they don't get along. They don't like each other. They, they use the kids to punish each other. Uh, and, and I, you, don't you just wish you could grab those people and shake them and be like, you don't realize what you're doing. You don't realize who you're hurting because it's really the kids who suffer. Well, and I think, I think the parents suffer themselves as well. You know, um, I know, for me, you know, I mentioned that I'm the pot calling the kettle black, so there's no judgment here. You know, I hid from Father's Day, you know. Now, I didn't have anybody to argue with because he wasn't around, and that's, you know. Um, you know, I still had that fire in my heart, like, I'm not at peace with this day, you know. And I just, you know, I have to confess it, you know. And I think on Mother's Day and Father's Day, you know, all of that wells up, you know, and so how can we, how can we be at ease? How can we celebrate Mother's Day and Father's Day and instead of bringing all of that up to the surface and maybe that, maybe one of the ways we celebrate is we put that in a parking lot for the day, you know, or for the weekend and just say, you know what? I'm gonna be more cooperative. I'm gonna be more kind. I'm gonna be more tolerant. I'm gonna be more communicative. Like the gift I give is is going to be peace or it's going to be 
non-judgmentalism or it's going to be, you know, being livable, but, you know, you know, just like maybe that is the best gift someone could give. You know, for me, my, my default when trying to wrap my head around that sort of situation is what's best for the kids. I mean, if I'm being honest, I have no desire to honor my ex-wife for anything whatsoever other than <laughs> giving birth to my kids. But it's important to instill that value in my kids so that they will do that when they're adults and they'll, they'll, you know, it'll become an important part of their life. So, so while I may have my differences with my ex-wife, you know, it, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of the kids first and foremost, because like I said, if it were up to me, I'd send her a lump of coal, but I want to instill these values in my kids. So it's why I'm making a, making a big deal about it now and we'll continue to make a big deal about it every year so that you, you, you build those habits uh, in and, and then they'll kind of continue them on, uh, on their own. That's what you're hoping for. For me, if I were in that situation, but you know, as you said, with the FedEx lady, you don't know, you don't know why, you know, her ex-husband doesn't want her in this. Well, this yeah, life. you know, like, and I don't want to dis, uh, disregard the fact that there are times when there's dynamics and, you know, nobody knows the whole story, you know, and even uh, Sondheim wrote in uh, his play, you know, Into the Woods, you know, no one is alone, you know, like there's always a you know, two perspectives or 12 perspectives and everybody's got, you know, people who mostly identify with them. So, mm -hmm. you know, learning how to get, get along when your perspective about what's right and what's wrong, uh, learning how to rise above and being able to recognize someone else, even though you don't agree with them or you like, you, you know, uh, because maybe some of the things they do are good for others in your life, like your children or like the community. And so recognizing the whole person versus walking around with, you know, oh, it's all about me. You know, they wounded me, so they're bad. Well, they might be, y'all, you know, bad for you. You, you guys might be a, yes, I almost said y'all. I know, I see it, Daryl. Almost said it. I'm a Texan. I say y'all. I'm not going to fault you for saying y'all. You're a Texan. <laughs> a safe place, Stacey. Don't worry about it. So anyway, but yeah, you know, you could be not the best mix for each other, but that doesn't mean each person is 100% bad. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you could be a great mother and a terrible spouse. You know, I mean, you can you can be an outstanding parent and a lousy partner. And it and, might be that you're not a lousy partner for everybody. You know, it's just a oil and water thing with with things. Or maybe sometimes there's just too much water that came under the bridge or somebody got sick or somebody passed away or, you know, somebody got an addiction. You know, like there's all different things that lead down the road to being a single parent, a single mom for sure. And, um, you know, I think. That's my gift for Mother's Day is for me to myself is I want to honor the day my mom is in heaven. You know, uh, she died uh, before she turned 50. And then I have a wonderful stepmom who I already called and we had a wonderful long talk. Um, 
the other day and I asked her, I said, you know, how can I bless you for Mother's Day? And she said, this is it. It's this conversation. Like we've had the longest, most detailed conversation than we've had in a long time. And I'm so glad to hear from you. And, you know, and my brother lives near her and I'm sure they'll go out to eat and have a great day. You know, she loves to play golf and, uh, you know, so. But it's it's so funny that you should mention that. I'm just going to jump in here because I was talking to my kids. Uh, we're driving home from school the other day, and one of one of my oldest one was complaining about this girl was her best friend for the last few years, and now they're not friends. And you know, and she's like, "Well, Daddy, will will you be my best friend?" And I'm like, "Not right now, no, not not at this stage in the game. No, I'm not your friend. I'm your dad." And I tried to explain to them. I said, "You know, if I do my job properly as a parent, you and I will be friends as adults." Right. Because we'll have a good relationship. But unless I establish and maintain those boundaries now and, 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 and you know, give my kids the best presentation of myself, uh, you know, we're not going to be close later because, you know, we may have a falling out in adolescence. And then when you decide that you're an adult, well, you know, take a hike. I don't want you in my life. But I, the message that I tried to explain to my kids was that, you know, my responsibility as your parent is to be your parent first and to rear you properly. And if I do that properly, we'll be friends naturally. So, you know, that, I mean, maybe that helps somebody. I don't know that, you know, raising little kids, you know, we're kind of feeling, figuring this out as we go. Your, your son's older, so you've already been through the challenges that I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, that's the way I look at it is, you know. Well, I already told you, you know, I was the helicopter parent, you know, I wanted my baby, you know, right here. I was always, you know, I would have loved to have been his best friend, but my son was always very social and, uh, you know, we had no problems with that. And he was always out and about and making good friends. And I was like, wait, <laughs> but, uh, you know, they grow, they grow, they fly well, well before they're adults. And well, learning just, those different balances at each different age is beautiful because you oh whole new chapter. Oh yeah. And and you know, you 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 want it's so funny. My my old man was the king of one-liners, and one of the ones he used to tell me all the time when I was a kid, and I didn't understand it until after he was dead and gone, was choose your friends, don't let your friends choose you. And when you're a kid and you hear that, it kind of just goes in one ear and out the other, and you don't really think about it. But as you're as you're older and you start essentially choosing your friends based on whatever criteria you have in your mind, uh, it finally occurred to me what my dad meant when he said, "You choose your friends. Don't let your friends choose you." Because if you choose your friends based on your criteria, based on your values, based on what you want from people, you're going to get that from them as opposed to, oh, well, all the cool kids want me to go hang out with them. And then you're in that group, yet none of them are feeding you emotionally. None of those people who you think are your friends are giving you what you need. And in some cases, maybe you don't have interests in common and you find out that you're not really friends. So, uh, you know, it's another thing I try to teach my kids is like, hey, listen, you know, don't worry about whether Abrielle likes you you decide whether you want Abrielle in your life, you know? And so that's the, that's, that's the lesson that I try to teach my kids this week. Well, you know, that goes for moms too. You know, I think like in, in the, the mother's day 
kind of a theme. You know, I remember I was a working mom and, you know, working moms put in the hours and um, both at home and at the office or, you know, wherever their profession is. You know, this week we had National Nurses Day. You know, there's a lot of single moms that are nurses, you know, and uh, all the hours. And I always wanted to be room mom. I was so impressed with the room mom in my son's class. And then I was always so impressed with the Cub Scout mom. Those are two different kinds of moms I always wanted to be. And I just didn't have what it took, you know, and have the kind of time to organize or maybe not even the personality, you know, that I wanted to, that I needed to have in order to round up all the other moms to, you know, do whatever we were doing in the classroom, field day. So basically, because I fell in the working mom category and not room mom or Cub Scout mom or theater mom, (laughs) all the other kinds of moms were off the table because I was working mom and single mom, you know, and that took up all of me, you know? You know, and, and, and I think this would be, I think this would be a great subject matter to do a whole show on just the, just the, the managing of your own expectations. And I would imagine in that situation, you know, you probably feel a little bit inadequate as a parent because you're so busy keeping the lights on in my case, working two jobs in your case, working multiple jobs. You're so busy uh, with the minutiae of keeping your family running, you don't have time to reach out to the other moms and say, Hey, you know, let's organize a canned food drive for the kids class or, you know what I mean? Oh, it was, it was crazy. Like, you know, selling popcorn for the Cub Scouts or, you know, all the different projects, you know, that, that soccer games and the, the, the musicals that we needed to go to and the fundraisers for other people's organizations that, you know, they would want me and they would try to support single parent advocate too. You know, it was always a, a good exchange, but you know, moms these days are under so much pressure. And I know dads are too, dad moms and mom dads, you know, I'm not leaving them out or grandparents raising their grandkids or aunts and uncles or, you know, those, there's so many people that just have the love in their hearts to bring in a kid or a child or a teen and raise them uh, when something went wrong or, or you know, maybe uh, something went wrong in the child's life, too, you know, where they needed to be removed from the home. So I, I just, no matter what kind of mom you are, I think it's so difficult to accept that you are enough just as you are. And what you're saying is so right. So I always want to be everything. We want to be all the kinds of moms. We want to always, no matter what setting we're in with our child, band mom, you know? But the the truth is, Stacey, you know, as single parents, we just have to accept that you know, there are going to be situations where we can't compete with a stay-at-home mom. She has the time to coordinate all that stuff, and we just don't. Yeah. So, so I think, you know, we've hit a couple of really good topics today. You know, first of all, know that uh, this day, Ma- Mother's Day, is super important. And the community and the world wants all moms, especially single moms, to know that they are recognized, that their hustle and their 
bustle and their work is is uh, so important, no matter what the complications are, right? There might be sure. arguing back and forth for other reasons that, you know, are hurtful, really hurtful. And if we could all just take a deep breath and put it on the parking lot, it all will blow over. And let's just celebrate motherhood. Let's just make it possible for somebody else to have peace and celebrate motherhood. And I then love it. the other thing I've learned is, you know, so what if you're not the best soccer mom, band mom, super mom, homeroom mom, all the different kinds of moms that are out there, Cub Scout mom, theater mom, whoever it is out there that you're comparing yourself to is a wonderful mom. But you need to look in the mirror and know that you are really wonderful for what you're doing too you know especially if you're raising a child alone or multiple children alone these days for sure and so what's traditions daryl you brought up a boatload of traditions you know and 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 passing the tradition of honoring our parents down to the next generation you know it's it's so funny and and i'm sure you experienced this as a single parent you know, you have your friends that have their things that they're into. You have your kids. Like if you, if your parent, if your dad hunted, you grow up hunting. You know what I mean? You, you know, whatever you, in many cases, whatever your parents' hobbies were, they bring you up around that. And then, and then those become your hobbies. For me as a single parent, I feel like every weekend that I have my kids, I am kind of learning as I go, what are we going to value? I mean, you know, and for me, because of where we live, my kids and I, we take beach trips all the day. We're an hour away from the beach. So we go to the beach all the time. I didn't grow up going to the beach all the time. It was weird, you know? So I, and, and as a single parent, you know, when you're married, mom, you, you, mom and dad have to come together and agree on what hobbies you're going to instill in your kids. You know what I mean? Uh, whereas as a single parent, you don't have anybody to tell you, no you shouldn't take your five-year-old kid to the NASCAR races on the weekends. Cause it's not really, you know, it's not really kid friendly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't take my kids to NASCAR races, but I mean, you know, for us, we go to golf tournaments and sporting events and things like that. So uh, I am over the last three years being separated and, and divorced from my ex-wife. I have really enjoyed learning what I want to do with my kids and what I want to grow up doing with my kids. You know, we talk about golf and how important that is in my household. We talk golf, we play golf, we watch golf, we go to golf tournaments, you know, and, and I'm hoping that in 15 or 20 years, I'm going to have, you know, two little golf course rats that are going to always, you know, always be playing golf and always have a bag of clubs in their car. And that's going to be important. to them. But they're not going to be rats. They're going to be young ladies. Right. But rat is a terminology <laughs> for somebody that you ever, you ever heard of the terminology gym rat? Yeah. Yeah, gym rats always in the gym. Well, I would love it if my kids were always at the golf course. I would love it if they were constantly working on their swing, constantly working on their putting game. You know, so so when I say rat, I mean like just a just a kid that hangs out at the golf course and and you know just uh, just just I want to bring my kids up in that environment. You know what I mean? Because it wasn't that important for my dad growing up to play sports with me. He was well, uh, you know, golf is another thing. You know, single moms, or I would say single moms for me for sure. You know, my hobbies have always been singing and dancing, you know, 
uh, my dad and my stepmom uh, played golf, you know, and so, um, so let me ask you, did you did you instill a love of the arts in your son? And if so, how? Okay, so, you know, I tried to do man things with him. It's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. I, like, I was like, okay, so uh, you need to play soccer or, you know, I didn't want him cool with football for some reason. I just, you know, I didn't want him to, like, break his collarbone or anything like that. So we played soccer, which could be just as dangerous. So then I was soccer mom for a while. And then, um, you know, we had the Cub Scouts. I mentioned that. So I was Cub Scout mom. And then uh, there was a golf group that I, I, because my dad, my family, we always lived on a golf course. Like, you know, even if it was just a municipal course, we were always really close when I was growing up to a golf course. And him and my stepmom were always playing, you know. So, um, you know, I took Chris to a driving range where they had a program for young adults and got him involved in the golf thing. And it was one of those deals, Daryl, where I had to drop him off and then go back to work. And then when it was over, get there to pick him up. And I would always involve him in the golf. And whether it was the men's group at church going golfing, you know, and inviting the boys of single moms, you know, I would always sign him up. Well, <laughs> I was always the last mom to pick him up because there would be a meeting or something that would happen. And I left the office late and then the traffic would be a nightmare and by the time I got to him I was just mortified you know <laughs> and um so the things that went well were music because that's what I knew how to do and I like in in our home you know I could buy a guitar I could hey I know a guy that's teaching guitar lessons on Sunday afternoon around the corner he's really really good really affordable you know, and I could sing along with what he was doing. Or I'd say, oh, do you have you ever heard that song? And we could look it up, you know. And then naturally, because I was on stage, you know, at my church or wherever with, a, you know, not big roles or anything in my life, but, you know, I would dance or sing in a chorus. And so, you know, he would too, you know, and we would be there together. And it was really good. And that was one of the best gifts I could ever have from my son, whether it was Mother's Day or not, was time together and, and that coming home and talking about what happened, you know, and just a well, fellowship, you know. Well, I was going to say, when, it, when it's something that you have a passion for, you know, it's fun for you to do. So it's kind of a kind of a double whammy, if you will, because it's it's fun for you because it's something you enjoy doing. But then you're also sharing it with your son, which makes it fun, you know, just a different kind of fun. So, uh, you know, that's awesome. I'm glad that you were able to do that. Oh, yeah, we had years and years of that. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, I think my Mother's Day gift to me this year is the confidence and knowing I'm going to get to see him, you know, in September. And you're going to get to go to Hawaii to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so tomorrow's a big day. Maybe my Mother's Day present is my COVID shot so I can go see my son. <laughs> Well, good. Yeah, that's awesome. Exciting, exciting. So you, so you said you're getting the shot. Are you getting Pfizer, Moderna, or Johnson and Johnson? Whatever the flavor of the day is, I'm just you know trusting the Lord, trusting you. God. You know, I, I don't think actually, I think it's going to be Pfizer. Oh, that's what I have. That's yeah, what I have. pretty sure it's going to be Pfizer. Do you have any concerns about 
physical reactions, being sick the next day, that sort of thing? Well, since I actually had a light case of COVID back in November, you know, I'm pretty sure I have the antibodies. Um, I know that I've been uh, without COVID long enough that I, you know, nobody has a concern, you know, uh, so it's been so, five, so you're going to be like super duper immune. I'm going to be like having some kind of halo around me. You know? I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, but I, I do encourage everybody out there to, you know, do their research and definitely don't do something you're not comfortable with. I personally, you know, I'm in a, a position where I go to events, both professionally and with single parent advocate. And it's my thought that I want to be super responsible to make sure that I've done everything I can to uh, be safe. And when people are around me, they're safe too. Yep. Yep. Good so, stuff. Speaking of being around you, Stacy, let's tell the folks about the event on Sunday, on Saturday. Again. Okay. So this Saturday we're going to be at Gateway Dallas and it's going to be a, you know, a brunch, a lunch event with families that have registered and Fish Sticks Comedy. It's a co-hosted event between Gateway uh, Church and, and uh, Single Parent Advocate. And uh, so, yeah, we'll have lots of pictures and things. You know, there's a lot of people that always ask me, you know, how, how can we support your events, you know? And uh, so if you're interested in sponsoring a mom or a family for Mother's Day and, you know, you were unable to to really be involved or to volunteer. It's a busy, busy time right now. I know for many people around me. So uh, you can hop online and underwrite some of the work that we're doing with these families that are already registered. And uh, it's at singleparentadvocate.org backslash donate. And uh, we have a donate button and we also have a PayPal link. And, um, you know, we, we and the families truly appreciate your help. Um, we're moving into preparing for Father's Day and back to school this fall. And we have boatloads of kids and families to get school supplies for. And uh, but really, we really want our parents and our families to know we believe in you. We want to empower you to turn around and in turn empower your kids. And to all the moms out there this this weekend, whether you're a grandmother, a dad mom, a mom mom, stepmom, sister mom, whatever kind of momming you do, it's important. And the way you do it, you just do what you do. Don't compare or think that you're not enough. And uh, try to lay things aside this week and honor the role and the tradition of honoring our parents. I think that's really the best message for today is how can we honor our parents and how can we teach our kids to do the same? That right, Daryl? powerful closing thought. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, that's our show for this week, folks. Thank you for joining us. Uh, if you've not subscribed to the Single Parent Advocate Podcast, I strongly urge you to do so. That way you'll be the first to know when our new episodes come out. Stacy, thank you again. I'm in awe of what you do. I love being a part of the show. I hope tomorrow is a smashing success and I hope you get all kinds of turnout. So we'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye everybody. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day moms out there.